everybody. Oh my gosh. Hey everyone. Okay, I gotta clap. <laughs> this episode, we are laughing so hard right now. We are trying to be prof- I don't even know what's okay. <laughs> At the time of this recording, it is far too late in the evening. If you know me, Mar- a girl like myself. Uh, we love the early bedtime and we are approaching it we fastly. Soaring past it. Soaring past it. Okay, so, so I'm a little, a little loopy. <laughs> I don't know where this episode's gonna go, but welcome. My name is uh, to the Bold Women Podcast. Oh, welcome, yeah. first of all. Uh, I'm Meryl Wilson, and I'm here with my co-host Maria Weiler. Hey, everyone. Yeah. Okay. Now that I've composed myself, no, my favorite thing you said. My name is, uh, and then it was silence. <laughs> like, <laughs> can you not remember your name? No, no okay. ma'am, no ma'am. The, the, I'm not firing on all cylinders right now, and I'm doing my best. All she, right. She's got two out of eight going right now. Whew. Before we started recording, you guys, I won't, I don't even know why, but I was just like laughing hysterically <laughs> at today's topic. And it's, it's not it's even not something even a, it's Okay, today's topic is not even something laughable. We're talking about grace <laughs> versus mercy. So it has no... It's not even like a funny topic. It's not even, a, it's not even like an like episode serious. catch up. It's not... Meryl's not even on her true crime where she's just dying. Like, I can't wait till we get to that one, by the oh way. Oh my gosh, we have a good one coming chatting. up. We are going to be chatting. I've been okay. watching... There's a new documentary out about what we're going to be talking about. Anyways, grace versus mercy. It. Yes, yes. Okay, but first, before we get into it... um. Hey, we're on social media. We um, are. You should probably like, I don't know, follow us, follow us, like, subscribe, click the little bell on Spotify. Ding dong. Ding dong. And <laughs> hey, we got questions and stuff now. So yeah. like engage or don't just be a passive listener, binge our episodes, do whatever you want to do. Yeah, Go back to know. the beginning. There's some, if you go back to, oh, you're going to first season catch up. First That's season. a hot episode. Well, I apologize to my. We get into a, a very, uh, what's the word? Controversial debate in that. We did episode. do a very controversial debate. It was quite, it was edgy. It was edgy. People are not talking about it, but guess what? We're talking about things here. Yeah, we on are. On the Bold Women podcast. Because there's too much going on that. <laughs> Well, and if you listen to the very first episode, like our goal with this podcast, just to reiterate, if you're new here, is to talk about things that aren't necessarily talked about in church or talk about struggles that we have as believers that some believers might not say. And how do we do this? Like, how do we live this Christian life? Because it's like, we want to, like, we love God with everything. Um, How do we navigate that in the world that we live in today? So that's kind of how we're, like, why we're here and we're trying to figure it out. We do not have it all together. We might change our mind on things, but um, as we go, streets, man. we're just we're just out here in these streets trying <sighs> to figure it out. Love Jesus, live yeah. for Him, and um, and and navigate this and all those fun things. So yeah. that's why we're here, and then that's why we're going to talk about grace versus mercy today. Yeah. <clears throat> so the Greek word for grace, do you say charis or charis? Charis. I say charis. Charis. It's probably right. It means kindness, favor. <clears throat> a gift or blessing brought to man by Jesus Christ or kindness, which bestows upon one what he has not deserved. Grace, therefore, is getting what we don't deserve. And then mercy is not getting what we do deserve. Okay, so I talk about these two little concepts. They're very, uh, they're interrelated, um, but. I think it's important to just discuss the distinction because I don't think that I really gave it much thought. At least I never really yeah. did. Not too much when I was growing up. Well, I think it makes me think of like a quarter, right? Like it's still a quarter, but there's a head and a tail on there's it. two sides. There's two sides to it. Mm-hmm. And still the same piece, but they're like, they serve different purposes. Yeah. Agreed. Maybe that's a bad example, mm-hmm. but that's what came to my mind. Well... <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay. Given what we just discussed already. Yes. Do you think that you are more apt to receive grace, extend grace, or neither? And why do you think this is true of you? Extend 100%. Okay. Because um, 
which I don't know. I've got to remember when the order of these episodes is coming out. One of the things that God is working on me on right now is kind of getting rid of that like performance based mentality. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, for me, I feel like, uh, and in our last episode or in our episode that we, um, we did have an episode on that, didn't we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so in our, uh, in a previous episode, I had talked about how, um, one of the hard things and the things that God is teaching me is I'm having to have like fresh rev- like revelation or like this new understanding of his love that, um, so I feel like extending grace, I feel like not, and I'm not saying this in a cocky way. I feel like it, like I just understand, I feel like I understand it and I feel like I'm very, um, or like God's given me the ability to be very much like give people second chances, take a look at things, very forgiving, um, that kind of thing. Yeah. I'm the opposite. So <laughs> I would say that's like we're in that aspect where it's like, I feel like I can extend it very well, but I have a very hard time applying it to myself. So because of what I'm learning and growing, going through, right. Or not going through, but growing through right now. Yeah. So I was going to say, what about you? <clears throat> Which you said opposite, but yeah. Yeah. Do tell. I, th- I think I'm more apt to receive grace. Um, extending it is <laughs> something that's just more challenging for me. I think just, yeah. Because I have a tough time trusting people. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have a lot of trust issues I'm trying to work through, not just, you know, um, in my relationship <clears throat> with God, which I think that's gotten a lot better. But, um, yeah, I have a hard time just extending that to people. And I think that a lot of times, too, if I'm if I'm going to be honest, I will say my toxic trait, if if anyone's got one. I know we have lots. I was like, would you like my list? I was going to say, I'm sure I have several. But if I could just narrow it down to one, I think that it is, um, I project the expectations that I hold and have for myself Mm. onto other people. And then when they don't meet that, it's Mm -hmm. very difficult for me to like. Because you expect that of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like. I can't believe that you don't want to act or you don't behave in the same way that I do about X, Y, Z. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so when somebody fails to meet that, which people will all the time. Yeah. Because they're people. Like for me, be, example, me being late today. <clears throat> well, that didn't really like, I mean. I was just using that as an example. Yeah. And I mean, I did text you chop chop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think. I think that that's part of the issue, though, is, like, I I have a hard time extending it, not just because I have a hard time, like, trusting people, but also it's, like, I, th- I think it's probably even more so that that I just project, yeah. you know, my own expectations onto other people. And I know that that's not what we're supposed to do. <laughs> because if I do that, then I will just constantly live a life full of disappointment. Yeah, But it's difficult for me to extend grace... Um, I think it's difficult for anybody to extend grace to somebody when they've disappointed you, yeah. you know, or they haven't met, um, they haven't, f- they haven't come through on a promise or they just let you down in some way or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, I guess, I guess I've had that happen enough times in my life to where it's, I've allowed that to sort of harden my heart in mm-hmm. some ways. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I mean, God's working on my heart. He's working on softening it. But like, I mean, that's definitely... A spot. <clears throat> a spot that probably needs a little bit more work, I think. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, I think it's so interesting, like, just looking at both of our lives where I feel like the work that he's doing in me, too, <laughs> is also on the side of, like, drawing boundaries and, like, learning. Not saying you don't forgive, right? Like, we're to always forgive. I literally have, um, I have tattooed on my side 70 times 7 <clears throat> um, to rem- as a reminder to live a life of grace and mercy. Um. And that, you know, literally, like, if you don't forgive, like, that's what scripture says. Like, basically, if you don't forgive, I'm not going to forgive you. Like, mm-hmm. you you ha- you need to. And it's for our good. But that, um, one of the things that, like, I know he's also working in me is, like, creating those boundaries to help protect my heart. Because that's my job, too, is to guard my heart. So, I know sometimes I can be so, like, freely giving with my heart, which is great. Mm-hmm. But I also have to be better about, like keeping it in certain aspects in different situations too yeah um but that's why I don't what's so funny though is like 
I don't know why. Like, I don't know what it is on why it's so hard for me to believe to receive it. I don't know. Like, I really, like, this is me just saying that out loud. Mm. Like, sometimes I don't, I don't know what it is that makes it, because I know it, but I don't, I don't know what makes it so hard for me to believe and just be like, okay. Well, what makes it easy for me to receive grace is, like, you know, receiving it from other people is, like, because I know that when I receive grace from people, like, say, for example, oh, there was a situation this summer where I got a little out of pocket with you and you were very quick to extend grace and you knew that I was acting out of an old wound and um, I was being really stupid and I I won't go. I'm not going into any other details, but it was so embarrassing. My behavior was so embarrassing. As you can tell, (laughs) I am, very critical of self and so it's yeah. easy for me to receive grace from somebody because I know that like if they extend that grace to me I will make sure that they don't regret doing that mm. like I <clears throat> I have no problem uh with when when I know that I've like messed up or made a mistake or whatever like I'm not somebody who's gonna like try and hide it or right or or, or try and you know uh misdirect people and like oh look over there while i made this mistake or you know trying to distract people from from my own actions and things like that i'm very quick to take responsibility for for things that i do and where i mess up and stuff like that so i guess that's why it's that's why it's easy for me to receive grace i don't know what what kind of impact that has on you for me just explaining why it's easy for me but like um i don't know i i think about that as like well that's learning and if somebody extends me grace yeah, they they won't have to extend it in that sense ever again because I will make sure that they know that I won't make that mistake again, or I won't yeah. um, I won't need to give them a reason to be like, ah, okay, I just gotta be patient with Meryl again because she did it again. You know, like I don't yeah. want to be that person that's like, yeah, I I don't I I like to be somebody who learns. <laughs> well, script I forget one time, <laughs> right? That's or at least I try, right? Same. The, uh, I forget the scripture, but it's like basically says, don't be basically like, don't be like a person that just constantly is learning lessons, but never like learns the lesson. Right. Right. That's, I forget the, I forget, I forget the, the Whoever verse word. I think it's in Proverbs. It's a great way of putting it. Yep. But like, yeah, you can be learning lessons all day, but like learn the lesson. Yeah. And what? I think grace is that opportunity to be like, okay, yeah, yeah. somebody let that slide, you know? Yeah. Because they see they see the wound that that where that came from, or they understand like they know on a level there's deeper a than reason. you think. They know that there's yeah that the way you're behaving is not actually has anything to do with them and it has or anything with who you are yeah. per se. It's just we do tons of crappy stuff yeah. out of our old wounds. Like we we do, and I think that's a big thing as far as like extending grace is realizing like most of the time I don't think people mean to. Like I, I really don't think people innately set out to hurt people or to, I mean, I think there's offshoots. I think that there are definitely people who purposely do it, but I think that a lot of times people don't realize that they're doing something out of wounds or out of. No, because they're thinking selfishly usually. Yeah. And so they're not thinking about others at all. <laughs> Which is the problem. Which is the problem. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there's some aspects Kay. about grace. And I want you to think about this for a second. Okay. Okay. I'm going to list these off. Um, so there are different parts about grace. This just sort of like broke it down into like, what is it? Like six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten different. No. What? Three. Four, seven. <laughs> seven, Meryl. What? Okay. Seven. Apparently uh, my vision goes as I get tired too. Did uh, my vision catch that before your vision? Okay. Probably. Okay. So here's some aspects about grace. There's like forgiveness of God. Forgiveness of others, forgiving others, forgiving yourself, unconditional acceptance, adoption into God's family, and hope for the future. <clears throat> so which part about grace do you think is probably out of that little list there um, is the most difficult for you to grasp? Oh, what's more challenging for you? Um, unconditional <laughs> acceptance. 
Okay. Hands Say down. More. Say more. Mm-hmm. I think because um, for a good chunk of my life, I have struggled with like the performance side. So this aspect of, for some reason. This is God's unconditional acceptance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, my counselor, shout out to you, Philip. Um, check our old episodes. But um, he had said something. <laughs> check our Ask the Counselor or, episodes. Or Ask the Counselor episodes. He's on there. Um, but he said the basic human need is for someone to be unconditionally loved. And you mm-hmm. cannot be unconditionally loved until you are unconditionally known. And um, he's like, the only one who will ever unconditionally know you is Jesus in and of himself. That's good. And I just thought that was so good. And I think that there's this piece that <clears throat> I've had to work on of if I, if I mess up or if I don't do something exactly right or if I don't get it just perfect, that there will just be punishment attached to it. <laughs> Which... Yeah, I, I don't I don't know why I don't know where it comes from. I literally can't point to what it is, um, but I don't believe it for anybody else. This is just is what's messed yeah. up. Um, so I think that side of um, adjusting and relearning, that's been my prayer lately is like, Lord, I just want to know you. Um, I don't care. I don't care what I do. I don't care if I ever step. This is going to sound bad. I don't care if I ever step foot into ministry again. I don't care if I ever um do another, do quote unquote, do another thing for you. I just want to know you. I want to um, know your character know how you feel about me. Like my relationship with you is so deep and so intimate um, that it's, that I, that is nothing based off of like my perf- like performance, quote unquote, or, or, or anything like that. Cause I know from that place, right? Like I'm going to, to live the way he has me to live. Um, but yeah, that would be, that would be my hardest one. Or yeah. for me. What about you? Um, I think forgiving yourself. Mm. Forgiving myself. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, if you've listened to any of the past episodes <laughs> <laughs> where I talk about um, things that I've struggled with, like I I am very aware that I am uh, obscenely critical of self. Mm. And um, yeah, I, 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 I know what it's rooted in. <laughs> Cause I see it in other family members. Like I know this is like a generational type thing. Mm -hmm. And it's funny. I was just having a conversation with one of my sisters about this today. It was just like, man, I do not, Mm. do not want to pass that down to my kids. If I ever have kids, if I have kids, which I think I probably will, but another story, another day. Um, but like she was, she was saying to me, like, I, I I don't want to give that to my kids. Like Mm. I know that I am, I'm really critical of myself and I've, and I agreed with her. I was like, yeah, I mean, I feel that way too. Like I'm, I have a really hard time. I mean, you just heard me a minute ago telling you about something like I am picturing the exact moments, everything that was going through my head and everything that I said, where I was, what I was doing, uh, this summer. (laughs) And you're like, what, what are we talking about? I was like, what, when you said you were off, I was like, I'm trying to remember. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. (laughs) yeah i'm still i think probably on some subconscious level beating myself up over that because i can't forget it every time i look at your face and i'm like i can't believe i behaved in that way to my friend like that's awful i just i had a thought but i'm gonna share it with you after this okay okay (laughs) but anyway uh, i just had and maybe we'll talk about it on here sometime but i just had a light bulb thought okay 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 all right we'll discuss it later (laughs) sorry i just had to say that um, so i didn't forget it but yeah, so I think that that's that's something I struggle with a lot. I it, it it's funny because it's just like I you were saying you know you th- you find punishment attachment attached, or you you wonder or you you yeah. often fear that like punishment is attached to, yeah. um, to that. And I sort of half chuckled because I the thought that went through my head when you said that was like, <laughs> I don't need to worry about punishment from anybody else. Like I literally. Like, <laughs> I'll do it myself. Yeah. I don't, I don't need punishment from other people. Yeah. And maybe that's also why it's easy for me to accept grace from other people because it's like, I, I can accept that from you because I already know what I'm doing to myself in my own head. Like yeah. I already know how I'm going to treat myself. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, cool. Thank you so much for forgiving me. Thank you for understanding and recognizing that I was, uh, a subpar human being there for that moment. <laughs> um, now I will start with the mental torture of myself because <laughs> apparently I'm a little I lean a little self-loathing so um you're getting better though 
I will say in the self-loathing, not even that, but I feel like you, just even the past year, how I've watched you talk to yourself drastically change. Yeah, I've had, it's been a lot of work. But I'm proud of you. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Well, thanks, friend. You're welcome, friend. Um, So, yeah, okay. I think that one's like, that's pretty hard. Yeah. Do you think, so I think you said that grace is um, basically, where'd it go? Like, grace is getting, or... Uh, where the definition getting go. what we don't deserve getting what we don't deserve um do you believe there are limits to god's grace i was thinking about this question today yeah or if so where does he draw the line like what is that what does that look like that's what i wonder if he draws a line yeah i know that's okay i know the answer is ultimately no he doesn't draw a line he doesn't draw a line for his children and I think that that's probably where I was like, hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. It's for me, it's like he offer, he also extends a lot of grace and he's extended a lot of patience because if he didn't, then we would have already like experienced the end times. You know, he could have yeah. wiped out humanity as it exists today. Yeah. Um, so even if we don't ever call on him to be our savior. I mean, he's still extending grace regardless. I think we can. But um, he does have limits because we've seen that in the Old Testament. But. But there's but Jesus that, that came. Exactly. Jesus came so, and kind of filled that. What do you think about that? Because those are those were just like, I haven't really yeah. been able to like flesh these out too much because I've kind of wondered like what your, what your thoughts were on that. Because that's just kind of where my mind was at today with those questions. I think there is, and I'm going to word it this way. Do I think there's limits to his grace? No. Do I think we can break his heart with how we live and it For make sure. him very hard, like harder to extend grace? Yes. So I think there's a piece where it's like, if I'm just middle finger to him, I don't care what you have to say. I'm purposely doing this. I don't, like, I know it breaks your heart. I don't care that it breaks your heart. I'm going to do it anyways. Actively rebelling. Actively rebelling against you. Yeah. I think that absolutely breaks his heart, but I know the second I would turn back, boom, he would be right there. And I know that there is That's this true. element of, um, even in the midst, like I look at the prodigal son, right? Like the father let him do what he wanted. The prodigal son is a story where the son basically came up to his dad and was like, hey, give me my inheritance. I'm going to go blow it on reckless living, doing whatever, that same thing, doing whatever yeah. I want. I, I don't care. We uh, often talk about that story throughout like a lot of our a lot of our, yeah. yeah. We should maybe do a whole episode on it well anyways but anyway so the dad gives it to him and the son just goes off and i think this is a perfect picture of god's grace he said okay that that's what you want here it is mm-hmm. um and then he runs into really hard times and the son's like man i'm not even worthy to be called like a son of my dad anymore but i'm gonna go back as a servant and he starts coming, he goes back home and the father sees the son coming back home and he takes off running, which at that time in culture, like men did not run. So he's like, he's breaking cultural norms. He's shattering everything that he's quote unquote should or shouldn't be to go get his son home. And then he throws a party for his son because he's home. So I think, I think, I no, I don't think there's a limit to his grace, but I think um, some of the things that when we just, actively rebel against God, there's still consequences that, Hey, this is actually because of like, your choice, not because my grace wasn't there. Yeah. Um, but the second you, like you turn to me, like I'm, he's going to be right there. So I don't know if that's a way to answer that. I don't think there's a limit to it, but I think we can, um, abuse it and disregard it and break his heart with how we look at things sometimes. Yeah. Well, this leads very nicely into the next question, which is like, why do you think it's so difficult to really grasp the outpouring abundance of grace that is readily available to us. Like you'd think that if we truly did understand that, that we'd be operating in our day-to-day lives a little differently now. Yeah. No, I think we should. I think it's, oh man, like why is it hard to grasp that? I think because we all still have a little bit of pride and self-righteousness in us. Yeah. In a way we think we, we somehow, we're going to gonna get, pay for it somehow. Yeah. Or we somehow work to get what we deserve or we somehow, um, I'm in the spot because of me in this way of like from even the positive things like, Oh, I got that job. Oh, I got like, 
I got this house. I got like, I did that. Like I put in that hard work was like, ah, yeah, you might've done the action, but like that was a blessing from God. I think sometimes we, we view ourselves too highly of our own selves. And I think that's like where sometimes I think we don't think we need grace. Well, I'll take that from the opposite end. Is it like, we're so undeserving of it. Mm. And like the only examples like it's difficult to grasp because the only like tangible examples that we have often are of people not extending that grace mm, or there are yeah. limits. You know, you grow up learning that not every like that everything comes That's with true. a price. There is nothing that is free in this world. That's very true. And like okay. Even so, love, right? Like yeah. love has strings attached to it. Always. Like there's strings on mm. on everything. Pay the troll toll, as they say. <laughs> no, that's not what they say. That's just from, I just needed to find a quote to. What's that from? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, okay. I had to put it in there. Anyway. I have, um, shout out to my coworker, Sue. She lives in Philly and she just sent me a bunch of Philly merch. So I have a nice. ton of Philly merch. So we sent her some Kansas City stuff. So nice. For all you, f- you Philly fans out there, I've got some, got some Eagles gear now. Oh, oh no. Yeah, okay. it was funny. Uh, Anyways. Um, anyway. Yeah, she was a riot. Shout out to you, Sam. Anyways. It's difficult to grasp that because if you don't know, if you don't know Jesus, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, or if you're new to it, I mean, I think that even though I've been a believer for as long as I have been, like, I still struggle with that. Yeah. Like, just like how, how you could, how you could possibly be loved by somebody so much. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, I just, I could do the worst of the worst of the worst things my whole life. And yet somebody, you're telling me that like somebody is like freely offering like, yeah, okay. I understand and I recognize that, but I also understand and recognize your brokenness and I love you anyway because of it. Yeah. Like what? Like, I know you're weak. Like I know, understand your humanity. We would love to find that in another human being, but that's just, we long for it in another human. Yeah. No one will ever. No one will ever amount up to that no. because it's just because we're flawed. That's something only God can do. Yeah. And that, I mean, it was almost making me tear up just talking about that a second ago because it was just like, it just makes me so emotional to think about that. The, the fact that, the fact that there is even mm-hmm. somebody out there, like just in that. What is it? Like, I was listening to freaking Theo Vaughn. Okay, Theo Vaughn. Oh, he's funny. One of the funniest people I've ever heard in my entire life. The guy says some, some of the off most the wall. off the wall, but hilarious things. But he was talking about his faith one day, and he said, um, he was saying something about, like, he's like, someone is just, like, freely giving you, like, love. Yeah. Like, nothing attached to that and i and and that and it speaks exactly to what i was just saying like Mm -hmm. i was like man that's like so true it's like it's really difficult to grasp god's grace and it's really difficult to grasp like his unending love insurmountable amount of love that he has for us like it's so wild to think about and he was basically just like why wouldn't why wouldn't i take that why wouldn't i want that right and it's wild to me and he was saying like oh it's wild to me that like People learn that and then they reject it because <laughs> he's like, why not? Mm-hmm. Like, why would, why wouldn't you want that? Yeah. I think there comes, I think the element or this piece of Christianity as well, it was like, it comes with the cost mm-hmm. of denying, That's true. of denying self. Yeah. Even being a Christian comes with a cost. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And Absolutely. so it's that like, um, what I forget get the verse, but it's like whoever loses their life, but like clings to me, will find it. And whoever like clings to their life will lose it. Yeah. Um, People take that so literally, that yeah. verse. <laughs> yeah. I, I I often chuckle because it's like uh when I hear that and then I think of people I've heard that is like, Oh, if you lose your life you gain it. Like, okay, that's so ridiculous to say. It's like, no, think a little deeper. Okay. Yeah. Or it's a side I think. As she snaps her drink closed. I, know. I thought that one. <laughs> I thought that I when I grabbed that up. water bottle and I was like, I had it this morning. It's okay. Which also isn't great because <laughs> I should have drank it. I only drank half of it at the gym. Uh, uh-oh. 
I know. It was I just had a cardio day, so it was light day. Um anyways. Yeah, moving on. Um uh, moving on. But uh kind of what you said along that path, um, I think sometimes the idea of like losing our life is understanding that I know myself to an extent, but he knows me more than I would ever know. So it's like if I sub I say submit, people hate that word now, but if I if I let him kind of dictate my life, like what I think, what I feel, what I like, what I do, he's the one who made me and he knows why I'm here. And if I do that, then I'm going to be the most satisfied that I could possibly be because like I'm functioning now in the purpose that I was created. Submitting is just another way of saying letting go. Yeah. Letting go of my, my own thoughts and ideas. And in that, the beautiful thing throughout scripture too, is like there's so many verses that talk about when we do that, he actually gives us more than what we could think. Yeah. So it's not, it's not for like a trade off yeah, for worse. Because we, free, we freed up space for him to fill. To do more than what we could yeah. ever imagine. Yeah. So I I was journaling about this in the verse the other th- that verse the other day where I was just like, oh man, sometimes I cling so tightly to my ideas because I love them and I think they're great, but when I let go of them, what what does that open up for you to do that would even blow my ideas mm-hmm. out of the water? Mm-hmm. So kind of like along what you said earlier, um, we were talking about like man, like how there's this person out here just that's freely giving us love, like we don't deserve if I can flip it and pose this question is like, how, how is it difficult to believe we need grace, especially if you're someone who considers yourself to be a good person? So that's like this opposite side of the coin, right? Like, so there's this piece where it's like, okay, I realize in and of myself, I'm not great. But then what if in and of myself, I believe I'm truly like, I don't have like my stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't think like I'm a good, well, and maybe, maybe it's not even that. Maybe they just genuinely think like I haven't committed any crimes. Yeah. Um, I give time to, um, charitable yeah. causes. I give money to charity. I give, I give money to people that need it. I'm, I'm helpful. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I mean, there's, there's people that literally are just like, I, you know, I'm all set. Like I make good decisions and I am just cruising through life. And it's like, okay. um, I think that you can think that, but you're still getting grace anyway. (laughs) Because you're getting it regardless, right? Mm -hmm. Even if, even if you reject God. Like he still gives that to you because he's still giving, he still has an opportunity. He's just waiting for you to call on him. Yeah. He's waiting to be in relationship with you. And so you're getting it either way. (laughs) I heard this said, and I thought it was really great. And it was, um, I forget the word or some apologetics, right? Is that, is that the right word? Um, and this, lady was asking this man basically like if God's so good why would he send people to hell and um he just kind of replied back that he doesn't send anybody to hell they send themselves um and he said what hell actually is is the absence of God so if you say I don't want God I don't want anything to do with him that there's this element of like God is not in he's not in hell and if that's what if you're choosing to um if you're choosing to say like, I don't want God, I don't want any him to have any part of my life. Then like, then that's, he's not present there. And that's, that's, that's the choice. So I don't know. Or I don't know. Uh, Isn't that kind of like delving a little bit into, um, what's the, what's the, it's like universalism or something where maybe I had this, I had this interesting conversation with, uh, a brief conversation with a friend uh who's dating one of my friends um but he had like sent me this video and i was like oh this is an interesting concept because the person was basically talking about how like hell isn't an actual physical place it's a state of mind oh yeah and i was kind of like okay well my knee-jerk reaction is like it's both Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. like without god that is hell like i yeah that is hell um but also the the bible talks about it physically being a very real place, a very real place, a lake of fire and sulfur yeah. and um, 
all of that. So that's kind of, that's the only reason why I kind of like paused oh. there for a second. And I was, was just kind of like, mm. and I was, I'm paraphrasing from like a part of a video that I saw a long time ago. And I think the piece that I want to like, that I want to hammer on or like not hammer on, but that I took out of it was this idea of like, when we live life and we say, we don't want God, like he's not there. He's not in hell. Like yeah. at, at the end of it. So it's like, I never, I don't know. I'm wording this terribly for how it's making sense in my head. <laughs> <laughs> so just ignore everything I just said because no, it's not put I together. Think, but I think I understand what you're saying though, because it's like he like he is light, so there is no darkness There's n- around him. Like, you know what I mean? It's like he he well, he's the author of all of it. Yeah. Um I really didn't just put those thoughts together well, so I would say. But I think he does send people to hell though. I think people choose not to have him. I think people ultimately send themselves because they choose not to choose not have him to have him be their to call him their Lord and Savior, right? And I think he gives everybody an opportunity. Uh, he's been given everybody an opportunity, yeah. and I'm shocked that he hasn't decided to be like, "Well, time's up," which is his grace. Yeah, that is his grace. Um, okay, I don't know. I want to think more on that. Yeah, I have more thoughts on that. I just, it was part of a video that I caught from a guy who does apologetics and he was talking to some college kids and. You might be thinking about the same guy. I don't know. Maybe it could be. I don't know his name either. Like gray hair. Yeah. Usually and on so college campuses. Yeah. yeah and the there's some. Thing. That's what that, yeah, that was the, but it probably wasn't the same video. But it was maybe similar because I was like, there's some stuff that I've heard him say where I'm like, ah, like well, it's made me pause, a, but Yeah. Um. Uh, I don't even know if that's his name. Byron's typing a name for us. Is it Frank Turek? I don't know. I don't know. Let me Google him. Uh, hold please. Hold please. But yeah, and that's one of the things like I've, yeah, there's been moments where I've paused and not that I'm a scholar by any means where I've been like, uh, I don't know how I like, but there's some pieces mm, of what I say. No, that's not this Let guy. me see him. No, that's not him thinking of. Me either. I know which I think I know which guy you're talking about. Um, but yeah, so the person that I was uh, speaking with, my friend's boyfriend, who sent me that video, he was he he was kind of like, well, that's kind of like, I wasn't really sure what to think about it. But then he like sent it to another friend who was yeah a little more probably like spiritually mature or whatever, and was just like, mm, that's like a that's not. That's not it, because this person's trying to say that there isn't, like, a physical hell. And I was like, well, I mean, I guess I kind of see the point that he's trying to make. But at the same time, it's like, no, if you actually read the Bible, it is a very There's real a place. Very real it's place. a real place, and it's a physical place. And he, yeah. it's talked about at length. Yeah. So. There's actually, isn't there more verses on hell than there is heaven? I feel like I heard that stat someplace. <sighs> Something like that. Something like that. Like, where it's it's talked about. It's in there. Yeah. Okay, so for someone who isn't a Christian or someone who is like newly to Christianity, they might look at a person who gets, speaking of like, quote unquote hell, but like they might look at a person who gets away with bad things as they do to other people. And it might look like God is extending mercy on that person at that time because the person's horrible and they always get away with everything. Why is that? Why is that? You know, like, so looking at like, if we want to talk about this hard parts, like, man, it sometimes it looks like, Okay, cool. Thanks for backing them up, not me. Like, it can feel like that sometimes. Okay, I have an example. Go ahead. And this is a, on a much smaller scale, of course. Oh. There is a company out there. They are a retailer. They are a very large retailer. And I will not name the names because I shouldn't. Yeah, I will not name the names of this large retailer. Okay. But what I do know is that when people, specifically their employees, are stealing from them, they often know about it, and they let it happen, 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 and they let it happen until it gets to a federal crime. They wait until they steal that much so that they can federally prosecute the person for theft. 
because then at that point it's like worth it to the company to pursue action. Okay. So um I kind of that that is the image that kind of came to my head as I was reading that question was yeah. just like <laughs> God gives us plenty of opportunities to make choices. Mm-hmm. And we can make the same ones and the same ones over and over and over and over mm-hmm. and over. Mm-hmm. But one day we will have to answer. For we it. all have to. And if we have Jesus or not is going to be the key. Factor. Uh, yeah. It makes me think of when you were talking this verse and this is Matthew five and it's verse 43 through 48. And it says, this is Jesus talking. So it's in red. That's usually if you're looking at a Bible and you're not sure like what it all means, anything that's written and not all versions have it, but if there's red font in there, that means it was Jesus talking. So this is like, pay attention. Like this is, yeah. I want to hear what he has to say. Yeah. Yeah. And so he says this, he said, you have heard the law that says, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, love your enemies, pray for those who persecute you. In that way, you will be acting as a true, as true children of your father in heaven. For he gives his sunlight to both the evil and the good. And he sends rain on the just and the unjust alike. If you love only those who love you, what reward is there for that? Even corrupt tax collectors do that much. If you are kind only to your friends, how are you different from anyone else? Mm. Even pagans do that. But you are to be perfect even as your father in heaven is perfect. That's good. And so I think it's a beautiful example of, I think the reason why he calls us to do that and to be that way is because he's that way with us. And, um, yeah, I don't know that I just, that verse, cause I've had so many times where I'm like, I've asked that same question. And I remember, um, especially when it looks like, man, God, it seems like they're, they're getting everything that I want or that I'm praying and believing for. And or that no, they just get to, or it's not even, it's even the people who aren't getting what I want. Yeah. But it's the people who are just living so incredibly recklessly yes. and without an absolute care as to who it impacts or, you know, just, just with no regard for anybody but themselves. And it's, it is incredibly frustrating to watch people yeah, behave in that way. And you're just like, my gosh, when is the time, when is the hammer going to drop for you? And honestly, it's like, Meryl... Mind your business. Yeah. Stay in your lane. Yeah. Think you got enough issues. Yeah. So how about maybe not go there and worry about what other people are doing? It's the story too. <laughs> um, I love, I forget. I really enjoy Levi Lesko's teaching. And he was talking about, um, there's a parable uh, in scripture where it talks about this man who owes the king a ton of money and the king forgives him. And then he goes oh, out. Yeah, the par- the, is it the parable of the debtors? The debtors, something like that. And then he goes out and someone owes him not as much as what he owed the king. And he was like, no, you have to pay me back in full. And the king found out about it and was like, yeah, bro. Yeah, the guy beaten too. Yeah, and he had the guy beaten and all these things. Thrown in prison. And the king was like, I just forgave you a far more than what he <laughs> yeah. did. And then I remember it was at Levi Lesko and he said, you're the second dude. That's you. Like yeah. you, like here you are. People are doing far less to you, even though it seems so grandiose. Like, yeah, there's so much in forgiveness. And yeah. I don't know, there's a book out there. It's called Supernatural Power of Forgiveness. Highly recommend. Who's it, it by? I don't remember. Well, great. It's by a dad and a son. <laughs> um, Supernatural Power of Forgiveness. Yeah. Byron's going to type it up. Byron's going to type it up. And it's one that this was something that like um, when I was going through my divorce, like this book wrecked me. Um, Oh, yeah. Uh, This is it. The cover. I'm not a big fan of the cover, but they also didn't ask me that either. So (laughs) let me not be that person. Okay. um, Jason and Chris. Yeah. So the supernatural power of forgiveness. Discover how to escape your prison of pain and a lock. And unlock Volaton? Unlock a Life of Freedom by Jason Volaton and Chris Volaton, I think. Volaton? Volaton? Volaton. Volaton. Um, Viaton, in yeah. case they might be of the Spanish Could flavor. Be. Who uh, knows? But yeah, it's just talking it doesn't about. Sound Spanish, that's probably wrong. Yeah. So don't listen to me. <laughs> don't listen to me. Um, but it's like, it's, yeah, it's a small one, but it basically, and you see how God like healed their family through forgiveness and what he can do if we actually just. 
That's good. I don't know. It's it's an incredible book. Challenged me in so many ways. It's one that I feel like I need to constantly read. So, I had a scripture that I wanted to read when I was um, talking about how it was difficult to grasp the outpouring of abundance of grace. Yeah. And that's um, Ephesians 1, 4 through 8. Um, NLT version says, Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. Mm. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his own son and forgave our sins. He has showered his kindness on us along with all wisdom and understanding. That's so good. I just like that because it's like he did it because he wanted to. Yeah. Because that's who he is. Point blank. Period. Mic drop. Goodbye. End of the episode. I don't know why else we are <laughs> even talking, even talking, but that's, that's so good. Super awesome. I'm literally, I'm mulling that over right now. And my, is why I'm quiet. Cause I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like Freaking he did it cause that. he wanted to, he wanted to. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like one of those dad moments where it's like, why do you do that? Dad? And he's like, because I said so. Yeah. Because I wanted to. That's why. Or he could be like my mom. Shout out to you, Sharon. There's sometimes I'm like, mom, you don't have to do that. She goes, I don't have to do anything. I don't want to do. That's right. <laughs> Like, okay, okay, Sharon. And so it's usually if I'm like, mom, you don't have to get me that. Like, that's fine. I know. I know. I I didn't have to. I did it because I wanted to. Yeah. So great. great. Okay, Sharon. Sharon with the W. Yeah. I was like, her last name is W. (laughs) That's what I thought. All right. Next verse, Ephesians 2. Ephesians is so good. Ephesians 2, 8 and the NIV is, is this. It says, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourself. It is the gift of God. And I, I was thinking about this the other day too. It's like gifts. That's a very popular verse. Very popular verse. But gifts with, to me, gifts with strings aren't really gifts. Yeah. Um, but a true gift is, I don't care what you do with this. You could actually even throw it away because you don't want it. Yeah. In, in all actuality, like yeah. me genuinely giving you something. Yeah. Um, if I was to even take my little wallet carrier and be like, Meryl, I would like you to have this. And it would be like, I don't care what you do with it. To me, that's a genuine gift. Yeah. Of I'm giving it to you. Yeah. Now, if I'm like, if I don't see you have this on the back of your phone, I'd be like, why isn't she using the wallet thing I gave her? Oh, or awkwardly enough, going up to the person and being like, um, I see you're not using that. I see you're not <laughs> using that. That's not a gift, <laughs> right? Like to me, that's not a gift. That has yeah. strings. Yeah. So it's if, it, if it's a gift from God, there's no strings. Yeah. There's no strings attached to it. He just, he just wants us. I love to give gifts. I love it too. And one of my favorite things when somebody gets all awkward about it, I like to just say like, let me be nice to you. How about that? That's good. How about you just let me be nice to you? Mm. I like that one. I love to give gifts too. It's probably one of my favorite. Gen Z heart sign. Gen Z heart sign. I can't. (laughs) Mine has like a three pronged heart because I can't move my middle fingers. You're doing it. Look at my middle finger. What? The you're just not straightening it out. Yeah. Yeah. Even I mean Byron my ring. I mean my, my my ring finger is what even I mean. Even Byron can do it. Look at my ring finger though. Well, what do you do? What do you do with those? I don't know. What are you doing with that? <laughs> D- don't come for me, Byron. <laughs> for real. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> As I'm taking oh, pictures. She's taking pictures of it. <laughs> and but Byron, man. Byron's looks great. Byron's did a great job. <laughs> you want me to show yours? Yeah. Mine's perfect. Meryl's is perfect. Hold on. Let me take a picture of Meryl's. It is perfect. Oh, it makes me irritated. Can we also talk about my, um, <laughs> I don't mean to brag as, as far as talking about earlier when we said like being a good person, but I don't mean to brag about this. My camera photos have gotten better lately. How so? I took a really cute picture of you on New Year's. And I just oh. took a really cute picture of you right there with your hands. Did you put it in portrait mode? Is that what you're doing? No, I, that wasn't even portrait mode. Oh. I think I'm just getting better. Yeah, we'll just say that. And I've also been cleaning the lens of my camera before oh, taking pictures there too. It is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crowd. 
Okay, everyone. Right. Well, what uh, have you have you had enough? Do you understand now the difference between grace and mercy? Well, I feel like we talked a lot about grace, but I think mercy is the side of. I mean, I don't feel like there's a lot to say about mercy. Uh, yeah, I think there's this piece of we like Maybe a I'm biggest wrong. piece like, is uh, is like this aspect of heaven. Like we get to yeah. go to heaven. Psalms we can read throughout Psalms and see mercy everywhere. Yeah, I mean, great point, Byron. Shout out to Byron who um, keeps us on track. So if you guys, yeah. if you ever hear us pause and then we randomly come in with something, he's it's also usually because he's typing something or you know he pops in here and there. We like to hear from him. Yeah, yeah. He has great hair, as oh. you heard, flowing, flowing. If you guys could see it now, it's like draped over his glass. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you should French braid it. Oh my gosh, I want to braid your hair. Can so we bad. braid your hair? Yes. He says yes. He says yes. Okay. All right. All right. Guys, well, that's, I don't have any, do you have anything else to say? <laughs> Byron agreed to getting braids. <laughs> Byron agreed. To, look at the grace he's giving us to braid his hair. Uh, no. All right. Anyways, guys, that's all we have for today. Yeah. Um, Like we always say to follow us, talk with us. Hit, we us want, hit us up. And there are, reminder, there are some questions now on Spotify that underneath we want to interact with you. You can even leave us voice memos and we can hear your voice. Whoa. I know. <laughs> So we hope you all have a great week. We will talk to you later. Okay, bye. Bye.